You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, it's Letitia. How y'all doing? We in this holiday season, right? The season of joy. So I hope that this season is bringing all the joy that y'all can handle. For me, I am really not that much of a holiday person. I'm, I'm kind of unorthodox in just the way I roll anyway. Don't get me wrong. I receive Christmas gifts and I give Christmas gifts, but I'm not like the put up the tree lights, like that kind of a thing. That's, that's just not me. But yeah, it's whatever. I'm still, I'm still joyous in this season. I'm just joyous most of the time. I try to work on that. But yeah, I, ho- I hope that y'all are having a really, really good holiday season and that you don't go broke for just temporary and temporal things. So there's that. Uh, let's see. I promise y'all, the thing that people request me to talk about the most is relationships, and I just don't understand it. I'm really considering this whole relationship coaching thing because this is the thing that people be wanting to talk about the most or hear about the most. Let me let me bookmark that for a second. If you have a business or something, and a lot of a lot of business people or people that want to be entrepreneurs say, I can't figure out what it is that I want to do. What is it that people request from you the most? Like, what do people know you for? That will give you some key because a lot of times you can put something out into the world and people don't respond to that. I did that. I tried that. And then the thing that people were requesting from me the most at the time, it was mindset coaching. When I went in that direction, guess what? My business blossomed, right? And so now I'm getting these requests around relationships. And so I didn't necess- I like to talk about it, but I didn't necessarily want to make it a thing. But the more these requests are coming, I'm just like, hold on, let me let me not miss this. Like I almost missed the mindset thing. So there's that. Here's some more, um, <laughs> some more just like dating debacles. That's just what I'll call it. But I honestly, there is y'all know I'm real big on learning. I'm a lifelong student. So there is nothing that is a greater source of education than dating to me. Like women talk about men all day, but I think the best way to learn about a man is from a man and from men, right? So there's this one guy that I was seeing and I I liked him a lot, right? I li- I liked him a lot and um I really loved his energy. He was very very intentional, very communicative, a planner. Like if he wanted to go out on a Saturday, he asking you on Tuesday and like, here's where it is. Here's what it's going to be. And that's 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 fine. I love that, right? Because then I love to kick back and be a girl. I don't have to think because I think all day. So, but he was, I probably mentioned this before. He was kind of real big on roles. Like the woman does this and the man does that. That's, that's where we, that's, that's where it fell apart. One day we went to the movies and I had been seeing him for a little bit and I met him at his house and I parked and we went in the same car, right? Oh, real nice house. I saw it from the outside. We went to the movies and the movie was cool. Then we left and I go back to my car and he was like, hey, you want to come in and have some wine with me? No, I'm good. I don't really want no wine. He was like, for real, can you, can you please just come have some wine? I was like, all right, it's whatever. 
So before we went in the door, he says, you know, men, he was like, a lot of times us men will just like buy what we need. And I was just saying to myself, like, why is he telling me that? Okay. I'm like, this is a nice house or whatever. So I walked in, you know, it was nice and, and, and heated. And I was like, okay. And so then he said, have a seat. Um, where? Where, where, did, where did you want me to sit? Because my only two options, y'all know those like picnic tables with the little, the little cup, cup holder in there? Those, those was the two chairs that was, that was there. And th- those were positioned in front of the TV that was on, on the ground, like about a 60-inch TV. So I was like, uh, okay. So then I look over to the living room, and there was a tiny little table with two chairs around it, I guess maybe for him and his son. And I was like, where is the furniture here? So then to hear me, me, me being the person who's gracious, I was like, well, maybe, maybe he just, you know, just moved in or something. So then he was talking, and he was like, and yeah, I got a king bed. Then he wanted to show me the tour of the house. That king bed was a king king air mattress, right? So there was a king air mattress, two little picnic chairs, a little table, and it was a whole lot of papers all around the floor when I saw the bedroom. So it was kind of giving me OCD, like, why you don't just have a damn dresser or something? So I was like, I hate it here. I was saying that in my mind, like, but I, I asked him after that, I was just like, um, how long you been living there? That's like such a nice neighborhood, such a nice house. And he was like, um, about five years. I'm, I'm like, five years? You've you been living there? And you don't have no damn furniture in five whole years? So I was like, and he was just telling me how I come across as somebody who's willing to build. I hear this a lot from men, right? They want a woman who's willing to build. Fellas, listen, you got to let a woman know if we building from absolute scratch and from nothing or if we're building on to something. Because I understand, like, he told me he had the bare minimum. He just had the bare. It just was just bare, right? So anyway, he and I were having this conversation, and, and, and he was telling me how, how much money I made and all of those things were just a bonus, right? And I said, great. But then he also told me that he felt like I was, I was more of a, a modern woman as opposed to a traditional woman. And I said, okay, I said, if you and I were a couple, if we were married, I said, would my income be necessary? He said, yeah, your income will be necessary. I said, then by default, if you need me to work and my income is necessary, a traditional woman goes out the door. I said, because he's telling me, you want, you want um, both. And, I, and you got to pick one. I said, no, I don't. I said, there are some traditional things that I like and there are modern things that I like. So I'm not either or, but I'm both and. I said, I'm just a hybrid. And I said, there's no way if you need my income, as a matter of fact, for this to work, then my leadership is not a bonus. My leadership is a necessity because my leadership is how I got to this level of income. So it's really, to me, the fragility of your ego here that wants to be in a position that you're not necessarily in, right? And so I wasn't saying it in a way that was disrespectful. I'm just always the person that's just like, make it make sense. So then we had this conversation. It's this scenario. He said, let's just say you made 400000 and I made 20000 He said, in my mind, we have four I'm like, uh, we got four twenty. <laughs> He's like, right. So he was saying that we go to the to the store to get a TV, and let's say the TV is $8,000. And so he said, in his mind, he'll be like, okay, 
we got to come up with a plan for this $8,000 to get the $8,000 cuz that's almost half my salary. And he said, "But if you if you pull out your card and you'd be like, "Babe, I got it." He said, "You've just emasculated me." And I said, "So just help me understand in that situation. If I bought the TV, I said, "What am I supposed to come to you and say, "Baby, what do we do? Put this on layaway? Like we we about to put this TV on layaway. We about to get on a payment plan when it's already clearly there." So I I really was not understanding. So I'm like, maybe you're emasculated in the fact that you shouldn't date a woman that's so far out of your income range. I said, because that not only comes with just TVs. We were just using a 420 scenario. That doesn't just come with TVs and everything else. I said, but if we talk about traditional roles, because he said, when you going to come over here and cook for us? First of all, I'm not coming back over there. Where are you going to eat it at? Because it ain't no furniture. First, first and foremost, right? I'm not coming back over there. But second of all, you want somebody who's a keeper of the home and somebody who has a domestic role. I just paid somebody to clean my house. I was paying somebody to cook food for me. So in essence, you're asking me to take a step back instead of you stepping up. The, the, the question is, if you want to be this leader, if you want to be this planner, if you want this role, then how do we get you in a different spot? Because you're asking me to scale back and, in essence, diminish myself and just let you run the show. I would be a damn fool to allow you, if I've come here with 400K and you come here with 20K, to allow you to be the financial, you make the financial decisions. Are you kidding me? That that don't even, that, that just don't make logical sense, right? So a lot of times for y'all, that's the breadwinner in y'all relationships. I know people keep their money separate. I just really want to know how how do you make it work? And I'm not saying that a man has to make a certain amount of money. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is like the mindsets around how those things are handled is important because we're not about to go down because you have a fragile ego and you need to run the show and you're in a lane that's not yours. Whatever it is that you do or did to make your 20K, you need to stay in that lane. And if business and money is the stronger lane for me, then that's that's where I need to be leading. But you cannot also expect then I come home and I'm in booty shorts and I'm cooking and I'm doing all of this other kind of stuff and you just kick back because we have quote-unquote traditional male-female roles. It's only traditional when it's in service to you. So needless to say, guess what? We're no longer in communication. But it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing, right? It was just like, I'm, I'm just like, let's, let's talk about this. So core values, core fundamental values were very, very different, right? And I'm just like, oh, hell no. Like, absolutely not. Here's what happens when a man and a woman come together. I'm a woman that I naturally will respond to leadership. So if you can lead me, if you can show me that you can lead me, I will kick back and let you do it. I will happily kick back and let you do it. But you just wanting that position without actually having what it takes to do it, it's a recipe for a disaster because first of all, there's going to be, I'm going to always be side-eyeing you and watching over you because I don't really trust you to do it. So I need to trust your leadership and trust your ability to lead me. And that means that it needs to be real and not just some shit because you you a quote-unquote alpha male. Man, going on with that, right? So ego, ego, ego is is is, is too much for that. Um, too much for me. That was that was too much of that. So let's see. I'm trying to think what else came up. Oh, one of my the, one of my friends was asking me. We have this conversation, and she she texted me, and she was just like, "Talk about this." 
Am I the mama or the man? Man, listen. Some of us ladies, not no, I ain't gonna say us, y'all, because I ain't I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> Are out here dating y'all whole sons, like y'all the best boyfriends ever. You either like raising a whole grown man, you know, in a sense of like everything that you would tell your son to do, you need to watch over him. You need to make sure that he does this. You need to make sure that he get up in the morning. You need to make sure that his bills are paid. The stuff that you would like help a a, a growing young man to understand like the skills of life. If you're still doing this for a whole 40, 50, 30 something man, he's he's a grown ass boy and you are his mother. And so you know what happens in a lot of those relationships? There is an underlying lack of respect that you have for the man, whether you will will admit it or not. And it can also interfere with your sexual attraction for him because you are in an incestuous relationship with this man where you're his mother, you're his caretaker. Nothing sexy about that. I mean, some of y'all, that that might work for y'all, but it is nothing sexy about that. But the flip side of that is men are inherently and naturally providers and go-getters. And whether that is um, actualized or not, what you will find a lot of times is the more that you help a man, he will become resentful because your help is a reminder to him of, of, of an inadequacy, of something that he is incapable of doing, that he is hardwired by God to do. And so you helping him thinking, oh, I'm just going to build him up. I'm going to help him. I'm going to help him do X, Y, or Z. Your help, a lot of times, you're coddling him and you are con- consistently recreating the thing that you're complaining about. Each and every one of us has the ability, a man has the ability to figure out certain things. And if he can't figure it out, then allow him to develop the resourcefulness, the resourcefulness enough to figure it out. But coddling a whole grown ass man is just like a recipe for a disaster. You're gonna be his mama for life. So she was asking me, like, am I the mama or the man? I don't I, listen, women are naturally nurturing and caretakers. So that's different. Being nurturing, you know, that's different than you got a whole other son. Make it make sense, but I see this dynamic in a lot of black relationships where a man got his whole mama. And you know what else? Them the same men a lot of times is driving your car while you at work and he gone and, and, and his ego, right, won't allow him to feel emasculated. And so he goes off to do something to build that sense of self-worth. And a lot that's why a lot of them have the audacity to cheat and the audacity to see other women because they need a woman that respects them and a woman that looks up to them. And it's rare that you're going to respect a man that you are taking care of. Like, just just help, help, me, help me understand that. Where I was going with the other thing is about being a good boyfriend. Some of us out here, we, we good boyfriends. Like, we, we, we like paying for the dates, picking a man up for the dates planning the dates, calling him the next day, giving him the good morning text, like not good morning, beautiful, but like good morning, handsome. When when did all of this change? And so that's why I said I have some traditional things in me. I'm not a whole modern day woman. Like I'm not about to wine and dine a man and date you. Like, like I, I'm just not about to do that. And so listen, ladies, I know ladies sliding in DMs these days. It's fine to be assertive and to go for what you want, right? But th- this is this is what I'm saying. 
if it feels natural for you and it feels good for you and it feels good to you, then continue to do it. But if it feels like out of your element and you feel more like a man in a relationship, then it's telling you that you're going against the way that you are hardwired and you either going to stop that behavior or change people, right? It's there. There's just no two ways about it. Like, come on now. I'm, I'm listening to these stories where oh, I was reading online is what I was doing. And these women were like, man, I was the best man ever. And only when I got with a, a man who really had this, this, who was intentional, who was energetic, who was a planner, who planned dates, who made reservations, that I realized, like, I was a whole man out here. That doesn't mean that women can't do it, but I'm just saying, like, what, what, what are we doing out here? Like, what are we settling for? If a person can't plan a date, make a reservation, pick you up for the date, doesn't mean that you can't pay sometimes if you want to pay. That's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about a lack of shared responsibility when you're a couple. But what I'm saying is that a lot of this, ladies, is really, really one-sided with the ladies picking up most of the emotional burden, most of the mental burden, most of the spiritual burden, and now most of the financial burden. And so anything one-sided is going to do what? It's going to collapse. Anything one-sided is not sustainable. And so, you know, the strong Black woman, we're so accustomed to doing so much that we just wear that shit like a badge of honor. But the problem is we're tired. We're tired But here's the bigger problem. We don't believe that we can attract or we don't believe that we can have anything better. And so we continue to um, settle, if you will, for for these situations and circumstances that require us to be that. Now, listen, I'm not trying to fix. I'm not trying to save. I'm not trying to rescue. I'm not trying to do any of that. But I will respect a man's ability to figure things out for himself I will respect his ability to problem solve. If he asks me for my thoughts, my opinions, for my insight, for my advice, okay, then I'll give it to you. But I'm not coming to save you. I'm not mothering a man. I have two sons. I have a godson that's 27, six, one of them. And I have a son, my daughter's fiance. The only two sons in my life. I don't want a 48, 50-year-old son. I was just telling the producer, though, if y'all look up in my, my godson and my son, I'm like, they got their shit together more than some 50-year-olds. So if y'all see me around here with a with a with a 20-some, you know, 20-some early 30s, just 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 don't be shocked, okay? Because this this is just what it is. Now, I'm not the person who buys into the whole scarcity of good men. Like there's no good men out there. Like it's a whole lot of women. Like, oh my God, the men in Atlanta are trash. The men in Charlotte, every woman in every city says their dating pool is trash. I'm not the person who believes who believes that whole thing. So my come from place is definitely not one from, from a place of scared scarcity, right? I, I don't believe that. I believe that there are an abundant number of incredibly good, good men. I do believe that with whoever it is that you choose to be in a relationship with, that there are some things that you will have to work through, right? So I'm not the person that's looking for perfection. Like people are like, oh, if I text him and he don't text me back in an hour, it's a red flag. It ain't a red flag for a man who's busy, who got shit to do, right? So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for like, I'm not talking about unrealistic expectations, but I'm talking about some stuff that's just basic. When a man is putting his profile like, hey, I have my own car, I have my own place. I have my own this. 
having your own is a flex. Being a grown ass man is a flex these days. Like that's a flex. Like that's that's the bare minimum, sir. And he and then I saw a man. He's like, and I hope you got your own too. But then you call yourself a king. Man, come on now, kings provide. Look, let me tell y'all something. This, this is why I don't, when people address me as queen, don't call me that. If you're going to call me something, call me goddess. Don't call me queen. I don't like all that fake royalty, all that fake queen king language. Like, it's just bullshit to me. I'm telling you, it's just rhetoric. It's bullshit. And when you dig underneath it, it's, 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 it's just ain't what it appears to be. But I'm saying, like, being grown is a flex. Like, Having good credit is the flex. So that means paying your bills on time is a flex. Let me tell y'all what I learned about credit you, since I used to have a business in credit repair, right? Listen, a lot of times people with bad credit have commitment issues. You don't, you, you don't pay your bills. You're not, you're not, you don't honor your commitments. Now, there are times where people with bad credit they may have a medical emergency or a situation that happens. The vast majority of time, that's not it. When people sign up for credit cards and all kinds of things, and then they default on the payments and they don't pay it, in essence, they are showing you their attitude towards commitment. And we take it lightly, like, oh, you know, a credit score can easily be fixed. It can easily be repaired. I understand that. But when I started looking deeper into that, like, why is your credit bad, Right. If you had an income lapse, I get it. I understand that happens, right? But start paying attention to, to the things that really mean the most. I, I said this before on another podcast. Once you get beyond chemistry, once you get beyond the chemistry, what else you got? Once you get beyond the flex of just being a whole grown person who can go to work or run a business and take care of basic level responsibilities like mothering your children, fathering your children, paying child support. We are honoring and like shit that's basic. Like in Atlanta, you'd be like, you know, he got he got teeth. Don't matter if they his, he got teeth, he got a working penis. Um and and he gonna be here when I need him, girl. I'm winning. Like the 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 bar is so damn low. Like we really out here breadcrumbing. And I, and so what happens is all of the advice goes to women. This is what you need to do to get them. This is what you need to do to drive them wild. This is need what you need to do to keep them. Listen, the, uh, who's talking to men? Who is helping men improve? Who is helping men to get their credit together? Who is helping men to lead the way that they've been designed to lead? Who's helping men that really are quote-unquote kings to live up to that kingly nature? Like, who's really pulling out the potential in men? Who's helping men to do that? That is what I want to know because Listen, there is a great disparity here a lot of times, especially just like in the in, in like in our communities, but like who's helping men? If you as a woman got to help your man be a man, remember K. Michelle, I think it was, it says you can't raise a man. That's that's where that sonship, sonship, sonship comes from, right? You're trying to raise your 50-year-old man into being the man that you need him to be because somebody didn't do their job. But just like you had to figure your stuff out as a woman, Men have to figure some things out for themselves. And like, I'm, I'm telling y'all, I, I listen, this is not taking anything away from the incredible men that already exist out in the world. But fellas, take, take it from someone who's out here in these streets who got my, no, I'm not for the streets. I'm just in the streets, like my ear to the streets. That's, that's what I'm saying. But there is work to be done 
Don't get your money up and don't invest time and, and don't invest time and money in developing your communication skills. Why do relationships break down? Because of poor communication. Can I tell y'all how many accomplished men that I talk to that can't halfway hold a damn conversation, like a, a stimulating conversation that ain't just like, what you doing? How your day going? You beautiful. Man, you about to lose me on this, on, on this next message. Like, don't be lackluster in your communication when that is the thing that makes relation communication is at the top of relationship breaks breakdowns right right up there with money so don't be lackluster in your communication and just think like you know it's it's just going to work itself out like we got work to do ladies we it's not just men ladies we have work to do as well cuz ladies you know we think because we talk so much we think that we're communicating we're just actually talking a lot but i'm saying like we First of all, I don't believe that love is necessarily, if you're a black woman, you don't necessarily have to date a black man, right, to find love. But because black women are so inherently loyal to the idea of being in love and loving a black man, I don't know if we might be selling ourselves short. I, I, I really have been giving this some thought, right? But if you are going to date a black man, you have to be prepared for a level of of, of work, for a level of... um investing in the relationship in a way because there are just some some challenges that I see uh, that you just have to be prepared to deal with and you have to decide whether or not you are willing to do those things, right? I'm not talking about the basic stuff like, you know, being grown, having your own. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about that. But just like we, the people say we are not Black Men's Rehabilitation Center. I get that. But what I am saying is that you are going to have to make a conscious choice and decision. Everybody comes with something. You you do too. I do too, right? I'm a whole... I'm a whole... <laughs> me, I'm a whole trip. I get that about myself, right? But everybody comes with something. But it's consciously choosing what you're willing to deal with. And if you're going to love a Black man, um, there are just... Uh, I'm finding a lot of things that you're going to have to consciously choose whether or not you're willing to work with them if you want to, in fact, love and be loved by a Black man. Nobody says that that's what you have to do, right? There's plenty of people or plenty of places where you can get love. This is this is just my, this is just my finding. So anyway, going to, to wrap all this up, I want to know about y'all that's the breadwinners in y'all relationship, how y'all make those dynamics work without the man feeling emasculated, without him being emasculated, and how those quote-unquote power dynamics work within that relationship when you technically don't quote-unquote need him, but you just desire him. I, I want to hear from y'all about that. Um, I want to hear from y'all about are you mothering your man and you might find yourself resentful? Are you dipping out or something because you don't feel fulfilled because you have this incestuous relationship? I want to find out if y'all more in masculine energy and y'all the providers, y'all the protectors. He feel nice and safe with you because you got it all taken care of. I just really want to know is like this is this just what we what what we going towards? What we going to? I need y'all to talk to me because for for me, it's a no for me. Like no, it's it's a no for me. Like that that just don't don't work for me. And so while I'm willing to make certain concessions, just certain things, it's just a whole no, it's the hell no for me with just certain things. I'm not mothering, right? No, I'm not, I'm not mothering you. I'm not about to be the provider and doing all that. Like, it's just a no. But anyway, I'm going to keep my ear to these streets. I'll keep y'all filled. 
in on these dating debacles. But, you know, I really have a heart for love. I really have a heart for healthy love. I have a heart for true love and not just, quote unquote, stuff that we post and be like, this is couple goals and power couples, right? I I really have a heart to see things worked out for real. And so while I joke and I speak lightly about a lot of it, this shit is real to me. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna gonna keep my ear to the streets, but y'all let me know how things are going for y'all, okay? I'll keep it a secret. Again, thank you for holding space. And uh, I want everybody to have an incredibly joyous holiday season. And I love each and every one of you. 